0: And uh we're about to go to the top twenty-five players under twenty-five years old. Fresh article that was just put out there. The all under twenty-five team. Um did you guys take a look at some of the names here? No, but I will. Okay, great. <laughs> Proud of you. Juan Soto's not on the list. I know that. I know Kratz did. And did Kratz make his own list of all under under 25 opening day lineup? Did you Kratz? I didn't
1: I didn't make my own list, but Every time I look at these things, I'm like, under 25? What? Julio Rodriguez is only 23? hmm Like, there's some dudes that have a lot of pressure. Again, I, I can't really, I don't know how to say, oh, well, this is what I felt like when I was under 25 in the big leagues. No, this is not, this is more of an AJ thing but <laughs> it is. I didn't have a Julio
2: Rodriguez or Corbin Carroll contract or Brett Bobby Witt Jr. Contract. So yeah, but yeah, you played,
1: you played good lead in, you played a premium position on a team that was building to make it to the playoffs. And, and I was that... making league minimum.
2: And one year I got renewed and I had to give back 10 grand. So that was
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta love it. Well, uh... it does make me think last year, for example, in the first half of the year where people are like, what's, Wrong with Julio Rodriguez. I don't know. He's a baby. (laughs) No, well, (laughs) listen,
2: we've discussed that a little bit. I I think what was wrong with him is he had too much shit going on. You can say what you want Eh, about him. No, no, dude, everywhere you looked, it was Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez on every commercial. And listen, I'm fine with that because he is one of the faces of baseball. Yeah. But it is a lot to throw on a kid that's 22, 23 years old. I'm sorry. It is a lot. Now, now, two years from now when he's 25, 26, do it. But at 22, 23 – and uh, basically, in the in the Mariners made the playoffs for the first time in twenty plus years. So everyone was like, "Oh, they're gonna. He, Julio's gonna be an MVP. He's gonna do this." He got off to a slow start, and it, I don't care how good you are, or how great you are, that snowballs in your mind, man. It catches up to you. And he's like, "Gosh, I gotta do another commercial for what was it, T-Mobile?" Everywhere you looked was Julio Rodriguez T-Mobile commercials. Or I gotta do Dude, this commercials.
0: I'm, I'm a hard. But you
2: didn't play, so you don't get it. Okay, so you're gonna say, "Oh no," but trust me, that wears on you as a player. I signed a $200 million contract. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. It's pulling you all different directions. And then you're like, man, my main focus needs to be my job. because, Right? Yes. What, on the field.
0: Sure. Right? But and he man, did most of those things in the offseason. Still. Mm. It's still a lot. Can it's I just, offer mm. two counters? Number one, nobody was moving around more at the All-Star game than Julio. Right? At Seattle. Then he has a dynamite second half of the season. Dude, maybe he got exhausted. to relax
2: because he got it, if all the stuff was over with.
0: I guess you got to
2: relax. And plus think about it leading up to the all-star game. He's the host, the host of the all-star game. So he's, he's calling dudes to play in the home run derby. He's calling guys to make sure they want to come play. He's every guy's like, Hey man, I'm coming to Seattle. What do you got? Every dude's like, Hey, Julio. Hey, everyone's pulling at him. He gets the all-star game. He's like, Whew, I made it. Now I can take a deep breath. And then he's like, now, nah. and then he took, but he, he didn't have a great September either, but he did take off for Aug, end of July and August.
0: Yeah. My one other counter.
2: You know, he's going to have a big year this year. Watch. He
0: is. But, you know, if you look back at what happened in the first half of last season, he was chasing a lot and the team felt like he was doing too much. Wait, <laughs> was it because his offense was not that good and he feels like he has to carry them because he's the main aircraft carrier? Yes. Yes, because he's everywhere. Yes, Everyone that too. wants to piece his Yeah, but part he doesn't
2: have enough help. So, so he feels like he has it. to
0: carry the team. Who else is doing damage on that Cal team Reilly? last year? Cal Rowley. Okay. All right, let's bring in Stephen Nesbitt <sighs> to talk about this. Uh, he wrote the All Under 25 article in The Athletic. You can check it out right now, and you can follow Stephen at Stephen J. Nesbitt joining us back on the show. So, Stephen, why don't you jump in here? What do you think about what we were just saying as you've been able to kind of go through each player here and how young they are but what were your thoughts on julio rodriguez because you ended up putting him what number two
3: on your list yeah i mean he ends up being um kind of a slam dunk addition to what i'm what i'm doing because i was picking a player per position so it wasn't really like a number one number two um but i had him as a starting center fielder where you know you could argue michael harris the second also deserves it They, they had kind of similar seasons in that they started really slow and then took off down the stretch but I mean I think the point that AJ's making about Julio is, is a good one where imagine if that dude doesn't make the All-Star game last year like and he looked like he wasn't going to he was batting I think like 203 uh toward the end of May and he ends up putting together a like basically 25 25 year from end of May on that's a pretty absurd thing to do and <clears throat> there's a lot of pressure on a guy like that and so this, this is my third year doing the under 25 team and you know, I remember a couple of years ago thinking like, "Oh, Vladi is going to be on this forever. Soto's going to be on this forever." Um, and then uh, those guys age out and they graduate, and we still have so much young talent um, in baseball today that you could put together a doggone good lineup um, with just guys under 25 years old. Um, and so, so that's what we tried to do. And Julio ended up not being a difficult decision for me in center field. Um, tough, to, tough position that he plays really well defensively. He's got speed, and he's one of the best hitting center fielders in the game.
1: Okay. Julio and Michael Harris there's a large gap there I get it they had a similar year but there's a large gap there if if you look at who I I, w- I would disagree with that but the one thing I would agree with and I have to always go to my guys because we taught I looked at this article it's Gabriel Moreno this guy could have an absolute huge just like he did down the stretch just like he did in the playoffs a huge impact on this team making or not making the playoffs because it will be reliant on defense, Corbin Carroll, and their starting pitching. Well, he's he's involved in two of those three main things, and I think he's only only gonna get better.
3: And you, you talk about pressure, Kratzy. I mean, this is a guy who came up in the in the Blue Jay system, top prospect, so much expectation, and then he got stuck behind. Two good major league catchers, um, and Alejandro Kirk and Danny Jansen, and there really was no path forward until they flip him for Dalton Varsho. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, you're the starting catcher now in Arizona. You've got, um, you've got some cyan caliber pitching you have to deal with there, you've got some really young pitching you have to help along. And he's a guy who uh, I think caught everybody's attention last year with what he did defensively, winning a gold, gold glove, and then in the playoffs was. I mean, one of their very best hitters uh, at a time when some of the bigger bats, like uh, Christian Walker, really struggled throughout the postseason. Uh, and if you recall watching the games, Moreno was getting beat up every single game and still managed to really um, make his mark and show out uh, on the biggest stage.
2: Is this basically the All-Star team, the future All-Star team, let's say in three to four years? I mean, I know that All-Star games in Texas this year, Carroll will be there, Julio will be there, Gunner will be there, Bobby Witt's probably going to be there, Royce Lewis will be there if he's healthy. Moreno will be there. I I mean, I'm looking at this this list of this team. This is basically the all-star team, right? Coming up in the next five years, you'll see probably every one of these guys on at least one all-star team, if not multiple all-star teams in the next five years. I mean, Corbin Carroll, obviously, Julio, Gunner, Bobby Witt. Royce Lewis doesn't get enough credit when he's healthy. Evan Carter only played, what, two weeks in the big leagues before the postseason. Tristan Casas is a monster. McLean can do a lot of things. Moreno, you can make an argument. He's one of the top five to 10 catchers in baseball. I mean, this is a, this is damn near an all-star team. This, you know what this looks like? Most of these guys are from USA too. This is like the USA Olympic team in 2028. <laughs> this is the team USA. There
3: you go. <laughs> I mean,
2: seriously, I mean, if you look at, I mean, obviously, you know, Julio Moreno, these guys aren't from USA, but I mean, the rest of these dudes, this is the USA team in 28 in the Olympics.
3: Yeah. And what's interesting is as as much as there are established dudes on here, I didn't even put Hunter Green on this list. He could absolutely he was on it last year. He could be there. I just uh, I picked, picked Brian Bayo of the Red Sox over him. Just I think we'll get more innings and more value. Who cares? Um, but the bottom line, some guys that we don't know what they're gonna be yet, right? Bobby Miller had such a good uh, debut season for the Dodgers he could end up being ace material for a team that doesn't even need him to be quite that Gavin Williams I think has ace ceiling with the Guardians Grayson Rodriguez what we saw from him after he came up from the minors he got sent back down um, I think it was in the end of May last year and uh, was unbelievable the rest of the way um, there are you know as I was making this you guys probably know this better but uh, there are so few under 24 relievers because you kind of wait I think you just wait for the guys to 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 fail a little bit uh, as, as starters in the majors and then the older guys get pushed to the, bull, push the bullpen. Well, it means we have a backlog of starters that uh, is crazy. And I don't think we had this back in 2018, right, that we had this many starting pitchers that we didn't know quite what they were going to become. But 20-year-old Yuri Perez is impressing the heck out of us. And uh, I think, yeah, you know, one all-star game is, is a given. And uh, th- these are guys that I could absolutely see having five-plus.
1: Five is there a ton of pressure – on Matt McLean to do what he did, or get better than what he what he did, because the team is full of prospects. But he kind of stayed more consistent and outshone all those guys, including Scott's favorite in LA <laughs> yeah. Blues.
3: That's right. Here's an interesting one, right? Cause he came up first of that, the whole wave that came up last season. So he beat Ellie up um, Christian Econarcy on strand. He beat up uh, to the majors Spencer Sear. I think he was up before him as well. And then they have Jonathan India. So the news from, I think it was just today is that uh, McLean tweaked his oblique. He's going to be a little bit behind. So maybe they are able to shift things around a little bit. Uh, they certainly have the, the talent and the pieces right now to fill out a, a really good roster. Uh, but McLean, Surprise! i think mean, if you look at his, his stats across the whole season what he did offensively defensively and um with his speed that surprised me i went i went into this thinking um uh Edward julian would be my pick at second base i really like what he does i love his offensive profile and then i looked at mclean I, said, I, don't, I don't think i can really um i can really explain that one away so i went with mclean i, I just think his the, the projection moving forward is that he's a really solid uh second baseman who can play a passable shortstop as well and helps you in every every um, area of the ball game so um to be pushing a guy like uh india probably to kind of a roving role uh that means it's a pretty good ball player there you got a second place
0: so steven you know naturally i'm going to follow up and ask why ellie de la cruz that was what my question was going to be He's not on the list are I you going like to try
2: and fight him through the screen because you didn't put your favorite player on I this i feel course.
0: like i deserve it the upside is off the charts obviously he had some strikeout yes. issues in the second half of the year but i mean the tools are off the charts and you can also add any other players that you really had a hard time with because i know you were struggling sure. with ellie right
3: yeah oh of course yeah i i barely slept this week so ellie de la cruz uh the way <laughs> the constraints the constraints i put in is you had to be a, a position you you played last year he played uh third short and uh dh so third base gunner henderson i'm not putting him over gunner henderson um uh, this year now are we talking are we talking long run yeah i think ellie de cruz will be incredible um but if i'm picking just for for 2024 who i think is gonna be the better better, most valuable player this year at each position. Uh, I'm also not putting him over Bobby Wood. I think Bobby showed us last year that he is, he's on that next step. And we have, well, Trent Rosecrans covers the the Reds for us. And that's a story that not to, 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 you know, tell everyone what he's working on, but that's a, he just talked to Bobby Wood about uh, Ellie la Cruz, about what's it like to be in that position where you struggle to kind of get your wheels going. And, uh, and then you, uh, and then you're able to make that huge leap the next year. Well, Bobby's shown this proof of concept, right? He's done it. And he got all the money uh, in the world. So he's going to keep doing it. And um, so De La Cruz is one where I just need to see a little bit more before I start him over. Even though Royce Lewis at DH. Royce Lewis, when he's played, has just mashed baseballs. And so I'm betting on him doing it again. So Ellie De La Cruz could come out of this with a you know higher war, better numbers than than half these guys. But right now I just need to see it. And you know, if he were a second baseman, if you're eligible there, maybe I'd take him over the Edward Julian, uh, Matt McClain, uh, Zach Geloff conversation I was having. Okay, so Scott's mad at you because you know Steven.
0: Well, Julian's
3: on infield on that list. He could well, he's go a second
2: him. baseman, so he's an infielder. So yeah. yes, he's well, in the infield. I know. In I, I could have.
3: I could have put him at infield. Yeah, I no, could have put perfect. him at infield. You, you over over Julian, I maybe I I just have mm-hmm. uh, a soft spot for guys who get on base at like a four hundred mm-hmm. clip. Uh, don't, what Julian does, I think, is pretty impressive.
2: Don't don't come down to Scott's level, okay? You don't have to answer to Scott. You not everyone else has to answer to Scott. You do not walks okay? and on base are overrated. You said, "Oh my gosh, I never <laughs> said that." You're, <laughs> you're just being stupid now. My, I, let's shift gears because Scott's going to start crying over here. Bobby Miller is the the one pitcher, right, for the Dodgers. He's he's very important for the Dodgers. Not only was he important last year, but this year he's probably going to be even more important. Is he the best pitcher? You think starting potential? I know Grayson. Turned it on after he went down. Brian Bay- Bayo, we saw we could do. Yuri Perez, he's had some injury problems a little bit here. Gavin Williams, we'll see. But, I mean, is Bobby Miller, like, the most important guy, pitching-wise, on this entire list?
3: I put that name down first. Um, there were zero questions on my on my list of the boxes he needed to check for me to pick him here. Yuri Perez, I mean, he has probably the highest ceiling of all these guys, but we already know he's going to be on an innings limit this year. We don't know quite how much production we're going to have. And also, the pressure on this guy is immense at 20 years old, whereas Bobby Miller, you need to come and be like a number five or a number four. In the long run, you're going to have Shohei Otani, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and Tyler Glassdown all at your side for the next X amount of years, long time, and Bobby Miller's right there. He can pitch himself into an ace, but if he turns into a number, really good number three, that's fine too, and so he's already there. He had an incredible season last year. He's got every trick in the bag as far as pitch mix. He's got velocity, um, and he had command last year. If that holds, I think you could see this guy absolutely take off because, again, there isn't a ton of pressure on him. I think there's there's not a big weight on his shoulders.
1: You had mentioned you kind of glossed over Gavin Williams. Mm -hmm. I, this, his stuff at the top of the zone is crazy, but another Indian starter coming out of the minor leagues, does it actually play? Because he doesn't, sorry, guardian (laughs) starter coming out of the minor leagues. Does it actually play? Did he, did the changes that he made with limiting his walks? Is it something that's sustainable for him? Which he did. I think in his last four or five starts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He was, it was kind of streaky with his, with his command and talking to our, um, our guardians writer, um, Zach Maisel, he, Maisel, he, he thinks, I think similarly with this guy has that ACE type of ceiling and the guardians have shown they can just churn out these guys, right? Whether you thought this guy was an ACE when you drafted him, they can turn him into something very similar to that. The, the one thing I'm looking at, beyond the command which i think he's sort of got a handle on he's working in the right direction is whether he can have um some out pitch uh to get lefties out if you look at his splits i don't have them in front of me right now but they were pretty drastic to the point where i was like i i i'm suddenly shakier on him than i was just looking at surface stats so if he can get an out pitch against lefties um i think he could chew through that division for for many years to come
2: Hey, let me ask you why this guy didn't make the team. I can tell you his name. I'm gonna let you guess who he is. Ten and four, two point nine eight ERA, twenty five games started. Okay, who is it? Tanner yeah. Bybee. Why the hell didn't he make the team? That's pretty oh, good. Ten he, and four. He's twenty four he years old. He's twenty four.
3: I know. Okay, so here's the problem. I said uh, twenty four on, uh, on opening day. He turns twenty five on March fifth, so he wasn't oh, allowed He would be there. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> no. oh, okay. Wow, All right. understood. You <laughs> missed it. You like you like everybody in bad. the comment section. The comment section every year just turns into people saying, "Adley Rutschman? and it's like he's 26." Okay.
0: Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> but Tanner right He's 24. It's happening right now live. There's people throwing out names and some of them are okay, but many of them are 26. <laughs> and it does not And work. there's no no shame. 26
3: is 26 is just fine. There's no shame in being 26, but unfortunately, I got to cut you off at the 25th birthday. Okay,
0: yeah. understood.
3: Bryson Stott, I'm sorry, you are 26. You're I just old. looked
2: at the the stats when I looked up. I'm like, dang, Gavin Williams over Tanner Bybee. Mm-hmm. I'm like Tanner Bivie did pretty well. He finished top three in the rookie of the year, and he did pretty well for him.
3: Yeah, I was like, standards,
2: yeah. yeah like you know, I like apparently it's
3: said. opening day standards. Good like I you. said, the the guardians know how to know how to turn out those aces. So I, oh, I wait. When does the Dodgers awesome. and the
2: Padres play? Maybe they, our opening day is before March 5th, and we can slide by. <laughs> it in there.
1: I'm just kidding. That's I know true. it's later. Hey,
0: Stephen, let's finish with this. What was the number one kind of consensus comment you got back? Whether it was positive or negative, just what did you get out of the reaction this time around?
3: Um, the most common one I've gotten is people stumping for Hunter Green, who was on this list last year. May have been on it the year before as well. Um, I had both. Green and Reed Detmers on it last year and didn't have either of them this year. I think that's it's a fair conversation to have. Um, I that was the one I sort of debated back and forth the most was picking Brian Bayo. Completely different profiles, um, as far as pitching goes. And uh Hunter Green could be fantastic. He's just had injury problems in both of his majors and uh yours in the majors. And uh he's a guy who's had a more elevated ERA, which you're gonna see being in Cincinnati. A little prone to the home run ball. So uh I just think is more of a sure thing as a ground ball guy who's got you know, a little bit more, I think, in his arsenal that could work at a place like Fenway um, and had more success, um, you know, getting lefties out, I think, is going to be a bit uh, better. He worked with Pedro Martinez this offseason, good mentor to have. So um, so that was that was the one debate that I had the most. And people generally all disagreed with me that Hunter Green <laughs> should not be on this list. I think for
0: me personally, with Green, the upside is is a one. But you need a third pitch at some point, don't you? Even Spencer Strider's working on a third pitch right now. Did you guys see that? Curving He's ball. He's th- throwing
2: a curving ball now.
0: Curving? <laughs> but, yeah, that that to me is, is the difference maker. You have two nasty pitches, but, you know, can you get a better changeup going or add a curveball like Strider? So, I'm with you. Right. You, when you. You played it a little safe at times, Stephen, because some of these guys mm-hmm. that are, like, high risk, high reward were – Left off so that you can mm-hmm. get your consistent WAR numbers and kind of stack it up. Like this, right. this team on here has a very high floor. In addition, obviously, the potential that we're seeing. Well, Is a lot
2: that of people fair? are saying, "Yeah, Vlad Guerrero was 20 <laughs> They're like, "He's 24. I'm like, "Well, opening day." Yeah, that's
3: right. They're not. They're not. But, they're not but Kratz's the favorite
2: player, Christopher Morrell, isn't on there, and he's only twenty-four.
3: Yeah, he got honorable mention uh at DH. Oh uh, I I can't pick him over I can't pick him over uh, Royce Lewis, dude. Royce Lewis is in the in the times he's shown us and the the sample he's shown us is an outrageously good hitter. Um like I'm I'm talking like MVP talks if he can play healthy and play at third base for a whole season. Well, Byron is... Buxton. Same thing, yeah. Same dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Twins Well, that's just,
1: what that's just what they said. That's just right. what they said about Byron Buxton for years. If he yep. could just stay on the field. Man, there's been a lot of dudes over the years. If he could just stay on the field, talk. That's why the that's why the Twins traded AJ. He stayed on the field. That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> I think those are two different cases in my mind, though. Buxton's dealing with chronic injuries.
1: I don't think well, Royce Lewis tore his ACL twice. Yeah,
0: that's not chronic.
1: That's a chronic ACL. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm I'm buying more stock in Royce Lewis health than I am in Royce Lewis. Byron is a dud, bro. The he, last injury awesome for Lewis dude, was in the dude. was in center field. Remember, he got called up there like, all right, let's try center field now. Dude, and then he retoured the ACL. Dude, I love Royce Lewis.
1: He's a good kid, too, man, to talk to. He is smiles yeah, and smiles. Seems like he it. has so much fun. And the thing yeah. – I think you wrote it in your article, Stephen. He hit like – I think he hit like 278 on every pitch. Like it was like 278, 303 on fastballs and like 310 on – on changeups and splitters like just an incredible mix like a guy that just hits he hits and we're watching yeah, stretch- absolute I, rockets that he's hitting too
3: yeah i i um i didn't have that in here but i'm looking at Sackett's page yeah you're right like four seamers one of the best hitters in the game by run value uh slider huge plus uh, sinker was all over it yeah if he can if he can hit especially hit righties like that um i think it's going to his numbers is going to be huge just stay healthy dude just stay healthy
0: Last thing I just remember, who was it saying that there was tipping in that Blue Jays uh, Twins game? Oh my God, and then and Arod, then we, A-Rod. Uh, he's A-Rod. like, "Oh, Gosman." <laughs> the only dude that could hit him was Royce Lewis. <laughs> and then we bring on Jace Tingler, right? Was it yeah. Jace? And we're like, "Was he tipping?" And he was like, "No." He's like, "Royce just fucking crushed it."
1: <laughs> there was two. There was he had he we gave, gave up two
0: him. hits in there, both to Royce Lewis. <laughs> Royce Lewis knows nobody.
2: We
1: else. we asked him. We asked Gosman. We asked Gosman. He came oh, yeah. on afterwards. He's like. Oh, yeah, I was tipping, but only Royce could see it. Crouch, yeah. <laughs> you know why Royce has
2: so much fun playing baseball? Because when you hit like that, it's always fun to go to the ballpark. <laughs> it is always.
0: You so want to play, I'm too. I'm Mickey, it living the life. Uh,
2: exactly. I would have been smiling, too, if I could hit like that.
0: Yeah. Well, Stephen, this was awesome. Again, for everyone watching, you can check out the article in The Athletic and follow Stephen. We'll post some of these clips, too, to get an idea of what you're uh, getting when you click in. But for a lot more information, go to The Athletic. Stephen, great to talk to you, man.
3: You, too, guys. Thank you for having me on.